What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. Oh. <laughs> Period. All right. I realized when we record, it can't hear me counting down. Hello, y'all. How y'all doing? Yes, we know. Draco was in Greece or Italy. He was somewhere in Europe. <laughs> yeah, I was. And then it was my birthday last week. And so it was. And I, and I had a lot going on in general. Like you do right now. Sorry, I had to put my phone back on the charger. But I'm back. But yeah, so I'm back in America. Um, I still feel like I'm catching up with jet lag because of my birthday. Like, I was fine up until my birthday. Then I just, everything went downhill. So I tell us about trip. the trip and tell us about your birthday. Start with the trip. Uh, Italy was cool. I, only be, I was only there for, what, three, four days for... Um, the Poochie show. I didn't go to the show, but I did get to experience Florence. Um, the good part about Florence is that everything is walking distance, so you don't have to use Ubers or taxis. I mean, we did, mm-hmm. um, only because the people I was with, they had heels on, so they didn't want to walk. But you didn't have to. Like, I walked everywhere with my little GoPro. I just was walking around the city. Um, very nice. It looks, it looks fake. Everything looks fake. Um... I was trying to, like, Google what Florence is known for food-wise, like I always do, because when I went to Tokyo, I didn't really do that, and I should have, because I automatically was thinking about, like, ramen and just blah, 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 but Japanese cuisine is different from other Asian cuisines, and I know this, and I should Yeah, because they have, like, no, let me stop. Hibachi not Japanese for real, is it? I have no clue. I think that's American stuff. Mm-hmm. Like There's a lot of stuff that's American that we think is like international food, and they'd mm-hmm. be like, "Who? French fries?" Yeah, like Chinese food is not really Chinese food in China. Yep, I did read about that. So you know, in LA, since LA has a, a, a large um, Asian popula- um, population, we don't have a lot of Chinese food places here, which is crazy because that doesn't really exist out there, and they, they mimicking like what they see in their country. So. They have every type of food, Thai food, Filipino, all that shit, but not Chinese. But anyway, I'm off track. Um, I ended up looking up the food. They're known for Florentine steak. All this um, Florentine steak is made from like a baby cow. And oh, wow. <laughs> and it's cooked a certain way. It's cooked a certain way. You And they serve it rare or medium rare. You cannot get it. You don't done. get no rarer than a baby. You can't get it done, get it made any other way. They, they they make it like that. That's just how it come prepared. If you want it uh, cooked the same way, they take that, take offense to that. But I did have fun, though. I did. I yeah, don't be in there shaking the table, man. I <laughs> literally, um, no, nah, that, that steak was good as hell. That was probably the steak, best steak I ever had. I, I had got two of them. I got you two. You with you? No, I had one, and then I had one the next day. <laughs> um... The McDonald's wings was fire. Every time I go to Europe, I'll be getting the McDonald's wings. Fire. I think that I would eat meat if I travel somewhere worth it. Yeah. Like, just to, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know because it's in, the, in other countries, though, like, what their meat is so fresh and, like, mm-hmm. it's so much more healthy. Like, I was even reading something about Australia, how saying that most of those people live off of, like, a full beef diet. And... Mm-hmm. It's because their country is known for having, like, the best grade of meat, and it's cheap. Like, you can get a whole T-bone steak for $7. It's like something like that. I have a backyard with a bunch of cows on leashes. (laughs) 
Okay. Because <laughs> it's so cheap. But no, that's what's up. Yeah, I do think about that a lot. Like the crap we eat in America that we can pretty much not escape. Because even the stuff that we think is organic is not necessarily that. Um, But I always think about how well food is regulated in other countries and how, you know. Yeah. It's just, it's just we're stuck. But um, okay, cool. Yeah, that's very nice. You know, I think it's really cool that you travel internationally for work. While travel is the is very tiring, you know, it's a lot of places that maybe you might have thought about going or maybe wouldn't have even thought about going that you get to go for free or not even for free, you get paid. Yeah. See, the thing is, like, it looks fun, but honestly, that shit is so hard because you have to, because these things are quick. Like, when I'm going on vacation, I have enough time to get there, relax. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to worry about getting my stuff together. And I always have run into an issue, especially when I fly Air France. Like, if I, like I had to transfer through Paris. The last time it was through um London, but those two airports, they always give me a hard time about my makeup bag and I carry my makeup bag on the plane so it won't break. Like all my mm-hmm. stuff won't break, but they always give me a hard time. So that part I hate. Um, What's come, the hard time? Do they say you should check it? Like what do they say? So you know how like in America when we fly, we can bring um, we can bring as many liquids as we want to, just as long as it's not over, the bottle is not over um, you know, I didn't even know it was as many as you wanted. I thought it was like three to five or something like that. No, nah, you can bring as many as you want, but it just can't go over the limit, like each yeah, bottle. 3.4 ounces. In London and in Paris at the airports, you have to be able to fit all of them inside of a Ziploc bag. And that's it. If it can't fit in their Ziploc bag, you have to throw it away. So keep in mind, I have concealer bottles. I have about like a hundred concealer bottles. I have about 50 foundation bottles, oh face sprays, primer. And so it was crazy. So what I had to do was I literally, they were giving me, they were being such an asshole. They was like digging through my bag, trying to find most stuff, like my Telfar bag. They was trying to find everything. But um, the people that I was traveling with, luckily I wasn't traveling alone. We just had to separate all my stuff into three different bags. So it can Dang. look like one of them had it, I had one, and then whatever. So I'm like, on the way home, I'm not dealing with that. I'm just putting it in my suitcase and call it a day. Checking it. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, that's annoying, though. And I'm sure they get a lot of people that travel with stuff like that, Um, you know, just like any other airport. But I'm sorry. Yeah, I was trying to tell. I'm like, like, this is my work bag. It's not like y'all can test the products, but, you know, they don't be trying to hear that. Yeah, they don't care. You ain't special to them. I mean, I ain't mad at them enforcing regulations, but... You know, if it's one way in the U.S. airport, it's definitely a shocker when you go somewhere else and it's not like that. And the, yeah. the Charles de Gaulle airport in particular is just a lot. I don't even got. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I don't like. I, I, it was just annoying. Um, yeah. And then for my birthday, I didn't really do anything. I just um, had a little kickback in my apartment. That's it. How's that not doing anything? Um, because I usually be doing something extra for my birthday. Because oh, I just gotcha. had a little kickback. Yeah. Next year, I'm a, um, I want to convert my house into a venue. I want to go all out because it's going to be my 35th. Let's go. Let's I've been go. thinking about it. I actually wanted to do it for this year's birthday, but I figured, okay, I'm going to be in my house by next year. I thought I was going to be in it last year, but I want to like make every room, not every room literally, but I want like little things so I can hide by the bunch of going to be 35 next year. That now I'm starting to feel old now. No, you know what? I'm not starting to feel old, but when I look at pictures of myself, I look like my age. And I don't think I ever really felt like that. And I think it's because I'm gaining weight and I haven't stopped. Um, 
Yeah, dang. 35. Wow. I know. I'm getting, I'm getting up there. 35. I ain't Speaking of 35, OD Podcast is five years old. That's actually crazy. Period. Like, for real. People really do not be consistent this long, and we ain't even got famous off of it. We still no. doing it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It ain't paying no bills. Um. Yeah, and then people be trying to, like, down podcasts now because people abuse them. So the podcast is, like, very looked down upon now. Even though people still engage with them, especially if it's somebody funny. Yeah. Or somebody, like, that's fun. But I hate watching, like, super serious podcasts about, like, especially about stupid-ass topics. Like, Yeah, man. It's like, people, okay. I think that people genu- genuinely get a kick out of having opposing opinions. They I'm do. not saying that everybody that's Twitter has... That's Twitter in a nutshell. Yeah, like... It's not even the fact that you don't agree with everybody and, and that everybody is right or wrong. It's just the simple fact that you're dragging it. Like, okay, you don't think that you don't agree with these people, but you got to make a whole episode trying to convince people on why. Like, <gasps> the I don't know. It's a difference me. between. Like, I don't know. It be. I know. I know exactly approach. what you mean. Instead of people having opposing opinions and that just being that, yeah. you either right or wrong. And so they spend yeah, and they be a bunch of internet space feel, trying to explain that. They try to, they try to do everything in their power to try to make the person feel bad for having a uh, opinion that is, I guess, the similar to everybody else's. That's how I feel about Twitter, and I really feel myself delete my account again because I get so tired of the topics that I see on my timeline. It's very draining, and I think that one of the things, especially with podcasts, is everybody. And it's nothing wrong with this, but you also got to know when to stop. Everybody thinks that their point of view is unique or special, and so they have to get a podcast and put it out to the masses. Um, but you know, only only the strong survive. You know, it's definitely easy to start a podcast, not easy to keep one going. So com- shout out to us yeah, for having sure. a, a kindergarten on our hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now the okay. So um, well, happy belated birthday. I know I already told you happy birthday, yeah. but I'm just saying you and my I daddy got the same birthday. I have, I share a birthday with a lot of amazing people. <laughs> I share a birthday with um Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah, the illest. I love Stevie Wonder. Down, oh you hear me, Alicia? I thought about you the other day. So I was scrolling on Instagram, did not even know that I follow Stevie Wonder's son, who is like is a whole different brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah so yeah. I didn't know that that was his son. Why he had a whole birthday party at this venue, Stevie Wonder? He ended up performing. It had pianos and he just performed. Everybody was dancing. I was like, dang. I oh, you know what? Was it like a um in a warehouse type of environment? It looked like just a regular venue. It wasn't a like warehouse. an expo. No, not like that. Okay, because my friend like a little bar thing. Oh, okay. The reason why I asked is because I have a friend named Sarah. She's a, a she's a, a an artist, and she also lives in LA. And she went to this event a couple of weeks ago, and um, it's like I don't know if they were testing out instruments like accordions or pianos or whatever. But Stevie Wonder was like testing one out, and he was singing and playing it like in the middle okay. of this big event. But it wasn't like spotlight on him. It was like going to an expo at the um Georgia World Congress Center, and no, or what's the one by the airport? The convention center. About the um, convention, yeah. Yeah, it was like an environment like that. He was just, it was really crazy. I'm like, bro, 
Y'all, I need y'all to know I love Steve. He is literally my favorite artist of all time. I, mm-hmm. I, I will cry if I ever got to see him before. I'm telling you right now, I will cry. I'll cry if I see him and I'll cry if I meet the Obamas, both of them. Separately, yeah. but both of them too, just so y'all know. So I share a birthday with him. Dennis Rodman. Okay. Um... I never forget my mama tell me Dennis Rodman married himself because he was on the front cover of that magazine with a wedding dress on, and I Period. believed it. Period. Well, maybe he did, and I never, I never looked to confirm it. It just got as I got older, it just seemed bizarre. Icon. Um, baby Tate. Okay. Who else I share a birthday with? The other people I just know personally. I know a lot of people with my birthday, which is crazy. Well, I share a birthday with wife and Lucci. <laughs> All people. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? And Lupe Fiasco and okay. the weekend. Okay, 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 talent. Yeah, okay. Let's get into this episode, y'all. We got quite a few things that I want to talk about. Um, but let, first, let's start with the Black Business of the Week. All right, so it's my turn. Yeah. So the Black Business of the Week this week is Janine Beavers. I've been working with Janine um, via Flo Millie, maybe like two and a half years. And she is a really amazing seamstress. Um, over the over the years, she doesn't have a big following, which is crazy. I guess because a lot of people don't think to look for seamstress and tailors online. I don't but, even. That's funny you said that because I literally, whenever I think of have, I'm like, where do I even find one? Yeah. And so that's what I was given. Like I, I recently was just like. Okay, I need to find a seamstress or a tailor that can tailor my clothes because all my clothes are starting to fall off of me and I need to keep some of them, you know? What a great problem to have. And so um, she's done stuff for like Cardi B, Kiki Palmer, Future, uh, Flamily, of course, Sierra, um, Lil Dirk. Uh, and these are people that she worked with often. She And it's so crazy. I just never really knew that. I mean, I knew, but I didn't know for real, for real, that that was just like a thing. Like people really get their clothes tailored to their body. They don't, they buy stuff and then it can be big or small. It can be fitted, but they want it to fit a certain way. All their clothes be tailored. Like I mean, once I mean, you people learn that, that, it starts to make perfect sense sometimes. It does. It really yeah. does because I think that we automatically be looking at mannequins and looking at Instagram models and certain stuff and we see how it fit on them and it ain't even, it ain't even their body type for the most part. I mean, so that does play a big part, but also the tailoring and the fit of it. So I'm paying attention. I don't trust my weight enough for that. But yeah, check her out. She's, um, her name is Janine Beavers on Instagram. We're going to put the all right, Instagram in the bio. I think her company is called Couture Noir because I think is she, she makes like, yeah, she's um Los Angeles based, but she definitely travels. Okay, she... cool. Okay, yeah, no, that's amazing. I um I can't remember where I think I might have just been tapping through Instagram pages recently, maybe like in the last month, and somebody shouted out a seamstress, a tailor, I'll say. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, let me bookmark this because I literally don't know where, like, besides going to like the dry cleaners, which isn't always bad. I remember one time, I think we were in high school. Crystal had a um like a little set, like a little top and bottom set that she had them adjust for her because she was a little short. And so when they cut the bottom of the pants, they made her a headband out of out the material. I thought that was cool. Oh yeah, it was a lady on the west side. They used to do that. Is was that her? No, this she had Crystal had went to the dry cleaners by um Kroger. 
So I don't know why I was, even remember that. <laughs> it was a lady on the west side. You probably remember her, uh, Miss Mary, and she used to make people bags out of polo shirts. But that's oh yeah, I do remember that. And I never got a chance to go to her, and she um she did dresses too, prom dresses. Yeah, she's do all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey man, the hood got the talent for real, man. If she, I don't know, if she's still on it, but she she got even when I think about one of my friends who had a yarn prom dress, and it was so unique. But think about how big like like knitting is now. Yeah, for sure. Like people you make like I have a few knitting and I mean crochet hats, and then I then people wearing like crochet um, two piece bathing suits and the pants and all type of stuff. So yeah, that you definitely um, in big business handles big business. Okay, you know that's my favorite video. I retweet every every now and then. Okay, so I got a couple of um, shop talks, and I don't want to rush through them, but I'm really get to the big topic. So first things first, rest in peace to Jerry Springer. Um, Apparently, he was diagnosed with cancer the last few months of his life. It's actually really sad, y'all. Cancer is is really it's really aggressive, man, and it's one of those things that you can literally have in your body for a while and not even know and when you finally start to see signs you go to the doctor and you're in the latest stage and that's really scary and i honestly don't have any advice on how to avoid it because so many things create cancer it's like you can eat right do all these things and it can still happen so all i'm saying is regardless just stay on top of your health and i can take this advice i have been eating so poorly lately man it's like i have full control of it but my mind is like i'll go to the grocery store and I get Uncrustables. <laughs> and then I don't, I don't even I'm, go get no veggies. And guess what I do? I get home. I eat the whole box of Uncrustables. And I'll tell myself, okay, just put them in the freezer. Because if you put them in the freezer, you can't eat them. Man. Guess what I do? Dump the whole box on the counter. Instead of, I can't, it's really bad. I'm trying to snap out of it. So y'all know I'm moving. I don't know me. what they put in Uncrustables. Crack. But it, it's it like, it, it's everybody who eat them is like addicting like that. You cannot just eat one of them. <sighs> It's crazy now. You don't. So I don't even do it. Oh my god! I look like a a rug rat when I eat them things. I don't even eat them like that no more because I know, and and I don't. I don't get nothing over the four pack for myself because yeah, I don't only get the four pack, and that's That's why even when it comes to ice cream, regardless of the price, I only get a pint because the pint really costs more than a quart sometimes. But if I get the quart, I'm gonna eat it. So I got to yeah. get the, I have to like, but the thing is I have to make, that's why I had for one, at one point in life, I was only doing, um, drive up or delivery orders for my groceries because I, I, if I go in the store, I'm just picking up stuff. So I'm just going to snap back it over. So where I live, there is a lot of like trash food around me, but it's not the type of trash food that I want. Like it's bad trash, like Taco Bell, Popeye's. I've been weaning myself off of stuff like that. I have a shrimp basket here and there, but like that's the type of stuff I don't really want to be consuming. So hopefully being over here it's a little bit less convenient to um go to get these quick nasty foods the grocery store is a little bit of a drive not that long but long enough for i can't just run up the street get some cookies real quick so what i'm saying is i hope that living in this house puts me in a better um eating habit because it's actually really sad i'm too grown and it's not gonna be as easy to lose weight as i get older because my metabolism gonna slow down and i am genuinely ashamed of how much weight i've gained and i it was crazy because i have weighed this much before but i lost so much of it and so i'm just really disappointed in myself that's the truth i got a double chin um see me i i eat terrible like i don't eat that bad but my my problem is that i smoke and no i smoke weed you gotta specify honey i don't know you're right i have to specify so i smoke weed so the problem is that sometimes i be getting like indica 
and that makes me very hungry. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even have that type of appetite when I'm not when I'm just being over. normal. And so I just I don't know. I be feeling like I eat a lot, and I just grab stuff and eat it. Like I oh my god, it's bad. Um, I've been eating a lot of drinking a lot of juice. That Which eating for convenience is a really big problem for me. Because yeah. when I'm in my cooking bag, I'm in my cooking bag. But as soon as I run out of groceries, it's a wrap. Uncrustables. Yeah. Come on the grill. <laughs> I went grocery shopping today. <laughs> I went grocery shopping today. I'm, um, I am probably about to cook some dinner after I finish doing this. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, um, it's definitely giving it. I need to get back on my stuff. But the thing about me is since I'm so active, I walk a lot of places, I be hiking and stuff like that. It don't really yeah, stick to my body. It don't really stick to my body no more. Yeah, I walk a lot too with Hazel, but I'm going to start walking even more. But we're getting off topic. Okay. So rest in peace to Jerry Springer, an icon, literally. Um, Honestly, he is probably the problem with why so much ratchet stuff is on the media today. A white man. Um, nah, for real. Up, he definitely, yes. we definitely, uh, I definitely remember seeing Sukiana on on his show. <gasps> she did. She performed. Um, he really. Oh, he was okay. Anyway, all right. So next up, Brian McKnight is trifling. Um, long story short, y'all, yeah. the man got two or three kids right from a prior marriage. He um married a new woman, and literally only claims those kids who are might I add not his and not black. Okay, he has their names in his bio. Um, he tried to clean up the situation by talking about how he don't have a relationship with them. They don't have a relationship with him. Either way, it's dead wrong, y'all. Let me tell you something. I don't. There is. I don't. Even, I can't even make no. I don't even know what I'm. What I'm trying to say is he is dead wrong. Now I do understand sometimes people in their family, your siblings, your parents, whatever. You have a tumultuous relationship. You can't find a common ground. Something happened. Maybe somebody didn't forgive you. Maybe something happened in general. There was a misunderstanding, lack of communication, whatever. But the way that he has gone about this is literally like he's trying to rewrite his own history. The man already has a son named Brian McKnight, and he named his new son Brian McKnight. Okay. His bio on Instagram has the kids' names from the new wife. They're not his kids. Then he made, he posts a picture with the daughter talking about she made him a girl dad when he got a whole daughter. And apparently there was a situation with his, his real daughter where he accused her of having sex with her cousin and they had to go to court over it. It's just a hot mess. Let me tell you something. I see, it's a shame that people can allow themselves to be bad parents, regardless of what has happened in their particular situation. People really don't think about the impact that it has on those kids and in their life in general. I know a lot of times people tie stuff back into how they grew up or what they experienced, but that's literally what shapes your entire life. All the, everything that happened in your, in your developmental years impacts how you behave, impacts how you address situations. It impacts how responsible you are, how you feel about yourself literally from those early years. And it's really hard to shake that once you become older. So when you have a broken relationship with your parents or anybody that's a part, like in a developmental role of your life, it can really have a negative impact. And it must be really hard for them to have a famous dad. And granted, Brian McKnight is not nowhere near his peak, but he is somebody that literally is in rotation somewhere at any given moment in this world. And it's just really disrespectful. I have no respect for nobody like that. That's all I um, Couldn't be me, because if it was me, he'll have to start back at one. Hello? 
It's like a dream come true. Psych, it's a nightmare. But yeah, it's really sad, man. I'm just like, dang, man. And I saw another post today. You know, just I see a lot of topics around like the deadbeat stuff and people just being okay with not being a child's life. But let that child grow up to be famous and rich, and you down bad, down sad. Oh, now you want to be involved? Absolutely Mm -hmm. not. Oh, that's my child. That's this. Now you proud of them, and now things was just hard at, at that time. Shut up. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So allegedly, Chris Brown and Usher got into it. Neither one of them addressed it. I prefer it that way. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, so when this story first dropped, I was really angry at Chris Brown. Um, I really love Usher. Have a lot of respect for him. Obviously, I don't know either of these people personally, but we know that Chris Brown has a track record for being dangerous. I guess I'll say or abusive or reckless and things like that. But I will say this, and I'm and I'm just gonna be honest. When something like that comes out, even though this person has a history, I don't think it's fair to kind of like jump the gun. And I think the only reason why with Chris Brown is because there are so many things he's been associated with, but we haven't seen no video, no nothing. They both performed the next day. Now, I do believe something went down, but as a as an onlooker and a consumer, I, I just have to take my personal feelings out of it because I don't know neither one of them folks. Now, I do. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, this situation reminded me of a lot of situations that Chris Brown has been involved with that I just forgot about or even wasn't even made aware of. And I always tie a lot of things back to what happened with Rihanna. But there were a lot of incidents that happened since then. So um, all I'm saying is happened like a day after that. Right. And he commented on that, which makes me feel like the Usher thing happened. And then the rumors was saying like, oh, Usher had a, a a bloody nose. Now I never heard the broken rib cage situation, but I don't know. I mean, I never had a bro a bloody nose, but I do know that all you gotta do is take some tissue and wipe it off. So it makes sense that he could post himself on stage at this show and not show any signs of getting beat up, let alone having makeup and all that other stuff. But yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I was really ready to, to drag Chris Brown on the show. And I know that he's he's not exempt from a good dragon, but I do, I do, I felt like he had been um out the way for a while, but I just, I just, I don't know. It's kind of like the job and run thing. Like trouble just finding you right now. Like what's going on? I don't feel sorry for people like that because the thing about it is if it's that bad when you can't control yourself, you need to get help. No, for real. That's, and that's what it is. You have a temper that bad. Like, I don't, I don't feel bad for people like that. And then people like And it's sad because Usher threw him the party. Yeah. People bring up, oh, they've been through this and this happened to them and blah, blah, blah. Okay, you have a problem. Yeah, you do have to get help. You know, I don't know. It just be, it's just irritating. Like, I love Chris Brown's um, music and stuff like that, but for real, for real, everybody can't be lying. So I got to Exactly. As a person, you know how people always say separate the art from the artist. I think, I mean, he's extremely talented. And and I One even hate time. the comparisons with Usher and Chris Brown because Usher was the Chris Brown of his generation. Like, let's be very clear. And it's and he is decades or at least a decade ahead of Chris Brown. But anyways, yeah, I just, you know, ugh, trouble just fine, folks. And One at know. a time. When it comes to separating the art from the artist, I can only do one at a time. And right now, I'm a free agent. I don't, I'm now holding on to... Nobody at the moment. I mean, I still listen to Nicki Minaj, but I don't follow her for real, for real. Really? She still be doing stuff? I don't even know. Um, it's really weird. Really? Like, she does this thing now where, like, if one of her fans, if she sees one of her fans talking bad about Cardi or Megan, she'll follow them. That's actually very strange. And I'm like, 
Okay. The enemy of your enemy or a hater of your enemy because they don't even know these folks. Yeah, I think that's really strange. I, you now know that what? people now that people caught on to it, they purposely say shit so, so she, she can, can follow them. Like, what is that's kind of like an obsession for real, for real. And I don't know what's happening behind the scenes, like if they've had any other engagements or interactions. But I, to me, when I have a problem with somebody, I you won't even know that I know that you exist. Exactly. Move and that's on. the best way to handle a situation like that because people will start to do stuff to intentionally get under your skin and it'll be working. I mean, Cardi the same way responds to so much stuff. I feel like lately, I mean, I don't even follow Cardi or I don't follow either of them on social media because I, you know, I just I don't like following businesses. But I just feel like you just gotta move. Like Jesus. And yeah. So anyway, all right. Let's get into the real meat and potatoes. Okay? Oh my gosh. What's the meat and potatoes? All right, y'all. So I really, let me tell y'all this. I am somebody that feels like people should just do what works for them. It's not something that should be debated. It's not based on what other people think. It's what works for you and anybody that you're involved with. Okay. I get really sick and tired of the relationship topics on social media. It's always about spending money on dates. It's always about splitting bills. It's always yada, 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 all from people that more than likely are not even in a serious relationship to begin with. And if they are, God bless them. (laughs) So Ebony K. Williams, who I've mentioned several times in the show before, is an attorney, podcaster, content creator, all this good stuff. I really have a lot of respect for her. I think she's really smart. And I follow her because, or I support her because I like um, when people speak my language about things I don't always understand. Because sometimes things can be very complex and it's just like you, somebody could be explaining something to you and you already just clock out mentally. You're like, all right. But with Ebony K. Williams, she tell it like it is. I had a history teacher in college, just as a side story, really made me consider changing my major to history because of the way he told the stories. It made me understand. That's why I love history to this day. Um, But it's just the way that he presented to me. I'm like, okay, this is like a soap opera. Okay. So anyways. I wish I had that teacher because one thing about me. I hate, um, I hate shit like that. Like, I don't like history. I don't, I, now I'm more interested gossip. in it. It's just I'm, here, I, I'm, I'm more interested in it now that I'm older, so I watch stuff, but at the time, I could not get into it. I'm like, Yes, my so professor cool. used to really, he'll make something from the 1700s feel like it happened this year. Like, the way he used to tell, he just would really, like, blackify it. <laughs> But Ebony K. Williams has a show called The Griot and she had Ayanna Von Zahn on her show and they had talked about a couple of things. And out the blue, or out the green as we would say, she asked Ebony if she would date a bus driver. And Ebony responded, does he own the bus? That's all that she said, okay? All right, and then Ayanna goes on how this thing or how she's wrong. She shouldn't look at it like that. She would date a bus driver because blah, 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 blah. And it sent social media or Twitter in specific in an uproar, okay? Um, I have a couple of notes here on my phone, and I don't know if they're in the order that I wish to discuss them, but I will discuss them, okay? Okay. First, I will say that anybody, no matter where they are in life, has a right to have a preference on who they want to date. Whether they qualify or not, you have a right to have a preference, okay? Number two, Ebony is literally a lawyer. She has a jurist doctorate. She is a rich woman. She is established. And it will only make sense for her to desire somebody that has a similar uh, lifestyle, a similar level of access, similar level level of being established as she would. I think that applies to anybody. You want somebody that is relatable in that aspect. I personally have dated men that I felt like were not on a 
ambitious level or a financial level as myself. And I would give them a chance because I felt like at that particular stage in my life, we will get to know our lot. Like, for example, if you're under 25, it's a lot of developmental stuff going on. You can't expect everybody to be super established. So I would like kind of consider that and look at things like, is he nice? Does he have a good heart? Do I feel like he's a liar or a cheater? Is he you know, the things that they say really matter, which is also what Anyanlin brought up. But to be totally honest with you, when you first meet somebody, you don't even know those things. So all I know is what your name is, what do you do, and what you dress like. Okay, cool. Now, the first thing I put um, is there is a difference between downplaying people in this world. So a lot of people are saying she was talking down on regular nine to fivers or uh, regular workers by saying that people that work those kind of jobs are working mediocre jobs. Now, I don't like the term mediocre, but it does have a definition for a reason. People are just not comfortable with the way it sounds. But she was saying like, essentially essential workers, I guess, are working mediocre jobs. But I don't think that's wrong. I don't think that no. those... And those are regular. She was saying, she didn't even just say mediocre. She said average. And that is average. Most people are not lawyers. Most people not even podcasters, if we're being honest. They definitely not successful ones. But I feel like saying somebody's job is average or regular is not a bad thing. It's just offensive because people want to be great in all they do. So when you say anything other than that, they get offended. Okay, cool. I think that people have to be realistic. What it is that you want and that you like, and can that person provide it? Because if I'm very successful and, I, and I'm in a place in life where I'm elevated, I'm in certain spaces, spaces that not everyone can be. And it's not even about being classes. It's just about your life experience. Why bringing somebody around who's not used to that will create like a culture shock in a way that you know that's when the whole big money conversation come around oh and so people God. start getting excited acting like groupies in a way because they're in certain environments taking pictures in front of cars you know what i'm saying i have i have talked to a guy before who literally would count my pockets he'd be like oh you got those you must have spent a lot of money on that and that is very annoying it's very irritating it's very weird it just to me it makes me feel like you have not really experienced a lot of stuff and that's okay because there was a time where I didn't experience a lot of things but because of the time gap between when I did and when in that you have it's just not enough to make me feel comfortable now we're on dates and you looking at certain stuff or we can't go to certain I have literally put off trips because the person I was dating couldn't afford it I'm not, I'm not doing that no more. I'm way past that point in my life. I want to be able to experience certain things because I've afforded it for myself. I don't want to dumb down or lower the experience because some to be considered somebody else's, um, somebody else's pockets, which is why I travel alone now because I want to do what I want to do, how I want to do it, when I want to do it. Okay, cool. I also feel like men always say what they want. They always have this list of things they want from women, but when women return the favor, now it's a problem. Now she's ungrateful. Now what's she bringing to the table? Yeah. It's like, sweetie, can you even build a table? <laughs> I be going to Ikea by myself. Oh my God. Yeah, no. I feel like growing up, we always felt like, and not to make this about race, but white women, this is what we always thought of white women. Like, oh, they, they going to get this successful man. She's a stay-at-home wife. Or, you know, they have the arm candy trophy. And not, that's not necessarily the same thing that Ebony was talking about. But I just think that it's, it's all I'm trying to say is there's nothing wrong with having a list of things that you want for somebody, okay? Also... I have had, when dating men that were broke, I had a man ask me to pay his tuition before. I swear to y'all, I, I had a man ask me for money on his tuition. Do you know how embarrassing that is? That is awkward. And I'm supposed to be happy with him because he nice? Absolutely not. Also, 
Oh my God. Not only do I have these same stand for me, I have similar standards for when I'm dating. I'm also like that with my friends. I have had friends that I have just distanced myself from because they were not ambitious, because they were always complaining about certain situations, their financial status, their life experience, things they want to do, and they never did anything about it. But they always want to hang around me or always want me to put them on. That junk is draining, y'all. I might as well yeah. have breast milk coming out my breast. I might as well oh, be nursing. God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, All right. I, I feel that. I feel that. So for me, when it comes to stuff like that, like it's always different for me because I'm a man that dates men. So the conversation is just a little bit different. Um, but to speak on that, um, my I bad. I know put, I was kind of going on my little list. I ain't yeah, no, 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 you fine. <laughs> um, no, just to speak on that topic in general. Um, I mean specifically, I would say that. I think that people should do what's best for them because literally like, that's what it come down to. I've definitely dated like some really, I guess you could say like well off guys. And I, that was the worst relationships because it was all transactional and it felt weird. Like I felt like, I don't know. And see, I'm the type of person where like, I'm, I feel everything. Like I'm a very like, passionate person when it just comes to anything especially like listening to somebody or like somebody listening to me and I'm I pay attention to stuff like that so <clears throat> me being in a relationship with somebody that just that just got money and I'm benefiting from that that gets old very quickly especially when you make money on your own you know what I'm saying like mm -hmm. you're able to do that on your own of course it would be nice to have some help but I don't I don't know like I just go by like I don't know. I think but now see, the thing that I'm is, older, it's not even just about the money that Ebony was saying. It was like, okay, he's a bus driver. Does he own the bus? What else are you doing? Like, what else are you working on? Yeah, so if like, I'm a lawyer. I don't. Not only do I practice law or have I practice law, I've got this going on, this going. On, this. But if you just a bus driver, we are not even thinking the same as far as our life stability. That's true. That's true. Not all the time though, but that's very true. I I agree. Like. Where people be in their career sometimes is a little bit more like mature than where somebody else is or their life or like just the experiences. Like if you're used to paying certain type of bills, if you're used to like doing certain things or if, you, if you've traveled these places and blah, 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 you kind of have like a different mindset. Because I will mm -hmm. say that that kind of changed my mindset. Like even within the last two and two, three years, like even overnight sometimes, like I'll be like, you know what? This is very childish, or this is wrong. This is not something yeah, that you I need to be You start to get doing. more educated about stuff because of the experiences you have, and that's that's the point I'm making. It's like you, like, where are you in life? I know people, and there's nothing wrong with doing what you're doing, but you can't get mad if that's not what I want. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just be, I, I look for my whole thing about it is if we're dating, like, not in a relationship, but if we're dating, we talking, whatever. You just need to at least be able to hold your own weight, and same with me. Yeah, yeah, I want you to hold your weight, but I want you to have. I want you to always have new plans and ideas. For sure, for real. Like we, we, and even when shit down, as long as you, as long as I feel like you like serious about like where you want to be, and you're making strides to try to get there, even though you're not there at the moment, I can respect that. Opposed to somebody that's just like tagging along with people or just trying Ooh, to co-tell people who they feel like is popping and all this other stuff because that shit don't work like what exactly are you doing besides being this person's on this person's coattail eventually no, that's when those stupid as petty as arguments start to come up because it's yeah. like like you just irritated <clears throat> i agree with you with 
ahead. It just gets weird because it's like, okay, why are you here? Are you about to help me do something or are you just here just to, for the ride? Like, I have literally asked a man, what do I have you around for? Because it got that bad. Yeah. It's like, what exact, like, what, what am I getting out of this? Cause it, you know, if you could talk about the whole sexual benefit and all the other stuff, sure. But in reality, that's not doing a whole lot for my personal development. And you said something about, um, you know, if you're not there yet, but you have a plan, I think that's another thing too. It's one thing to fall on hard times, which can happen to any of us. But I think yeah. that there's a difference in the skill set and experience you've gained over the years in that happening versus you having no, nothing to fall back on. No plan B. Like no, for me, nothing. You know, I worked several years in retail. I worked in food service. I, but I also have gotten to a point in my career where I'm in a much higher position. If I ever lost my job, oh, I'm going to go back to the basics. I'm going to go back and do what I got to do. Or I now can do this. I can do consulting because of these skills I've learned in a higher level of my life. Or I can start a business. I mean, I already have a business, but I'm just saying, even that, I have multiple businesses now. It's like different things I can do to always be working on something. But if I stayed in retail, if I stayed working at the UGG store all these years and something happened, what else do I have to even offer? How can I even be competitive? And that's the thing. That's what's attractive to me. It's like having different things like, oh, you do music. Or even if you don't want to be this big producer, like you have this talent that you that you do, you draw. You I don't freaking know. You cut grass. I don't care. But it's like you you can't be a one trick pony. You gotta have you gotta wear multiple hats because I wear a lot of hats. Uh, and I'm all anybody who know me. And I have been in situations where men have felt like I was moving too fast as far as like being progressive or being like doing a new thing. Like they felt like I was leaving them behind. But for me, it's like I got time is ticking. I got bills paid, and I, and I can acknowledge that sometimes that can be a lot. Because I'm very obsessive when it comes to financial stability. And I don't have no problem trying to be, like, realistic tonight. I don't want to, like, ever emasculate my man. But I also am not stunting my own growth to make somebody else feel comfortable. That's very true. That's very true. I feel like, I think I, I my problem is that because I'm in a position that I'm in, that I'm in, I feel like people automatically assume that I have high standards, which I, I love that. Yeah, I'm come about up, to say you come over here. Have it, have it figured out. But at the same time, <clears throat> I do present myself to people how I want, how I want them to treat me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like treat me like a you regular person. Treat me like a part of a human <laughs> being. Don't treat me like no fucking cash cow or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the problem that I have with like dating in the gay community because I feel like. Everybody has, or for the most part, a lot of people, um, especially around my peers and people that are around, of course, you have people that study law. You have people that are dental, working in uh, medical, but most of the time we work in the entertainment business and everything is transactional. So if you fucking with somebody, it's because you want to, you fuck with them because you feel like you can gain something from that. And I'm not saying that that's 100% bad, but... yeah. What are you doing for me? Yeah. Or what did we get? You know what I'm saying? Like it's it has to be something right. Transactions like ain't bad if it's if we benefiting from it. But if it's like if this can is benefit from yeah. it. But if it's one sided, it's just like what are you doing? Or what am yeah. I doing? Rather, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and I think that that's the whole point of having relationships, whether it's a friendship, even family or romantic relationship. It's like what, like what are you? I, and I feel like that's another thing, an issue I have with social media. Like you said, it's always transactional. You pay the bills, I look good. 
And, you know, if that's what you want, perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? But as for me, I need to always be progressing. I need to have some kind of stability. I need something new, something that's going to challenge my brain. There's a reason why people go back to school and keep getting all these degrees. Like, it's just yeah. it's just something about even And I, now I hate when people get all these degrees and don't do nothing with it. But there is something to be said about somebody that can even handle those kind of challenges and continue to pursue it. Yeah, no. It's like people always want to humble you. It was a lot of hit dogs hollering in the comments about this post. <laughs> and I just feel like if you are a bus driver and Ebony doesn't want a bus driver, then don't pursue Ebony. Yeah, so like, it's, don't but don't try to beat this person up because they don't wanna Yeah, it's all about preference like that. Like and he and and as long as they're not dogging nobody out, you know? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like But I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I just think that people need to, because I've seen some. I mean, I just feel like there are some terrible people in the world to me. I think there are people that use people, they take advantage of folks, they have ill intentions. But I'm not interested in somebody like that. So guess what? I won't pursue them. So if I say that I don't want nobody that steal, is the stealing community gonna come in my comments? Yeah, I don't want you. Yeah, get find somebody that's okay with that. Get and somebody have- else to do it. And it's no shade to Ayala, but she looked like she dated a bus driver. So, like, why are you even asking Ebony? <laughs> you definitely give bus driver. Please, okay? Don't talk about auntie. Auntie be out here getting the girls together. And that's... Get your bus pass together. But, yeah, I, I know people who started, like, um their own fleet of charter buses. I think that's really cool. That's really ambitious. And that started from somewhere. Maybe it started from driving a bus, but look what they did with that. You know what I'm saying? So, all I'm saying, y'all, if somebody don't want you, then that's just too bad. Keep it pushing. And if you have, if there's something that you desire that you want, you shouldn't lower that until you get it. And if you never get it, then that's just is what it is. But don't, don't try. Don't do no charity work. Yeah, no. I feel you. You're not finna tell me I can't go to Kenya because you don't want to spend 800 on a flight. I'm going. <laughs> and I'm going to go to the Serengeti. Okay. Why would I put my love life on the line to take care of the... It's like the 1% got to give the 99% a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I, I, I have a very different view on dating. Uh, not for real, for real, but I think that over the years... I've just become so lax <clears throat> because I don't really date like that. Like the last couple of people that I have dated, it was transactional. So I was just having fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, and mm-hmm. I think now that I'm getting older um, and I'm like away from home, I be need, I just need like something that just feels comfortable. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to feel by myself. Yeah, I think I'm yearning. I, I think I want that more because if I'm at home, I got my people around me, my friends, my family, everything. I'm not really looking for that. But now that I'm here by myself, um, experiencing certain things for the first time, I would rather have somebody with me experiencing those things. And we just enjoy Talking to the other mind. I'm sorry, but we just experience each other and enjoy life. That's the only thing. Now, aren't you know. dating right now? Um, define dating. Call me back. Well, I don't know, going on dates with people. <laughs> <laughs> Am I dating right now? Uh, I guess that's what you can call it, yeah. Okay. Well, but it's not good. Are you asking, like, more than one person, or was it just one person? Well, I wasn't sure, because you were just saying that, um, you were just saying, like, now nowadays, it's like you want a little bit more, so I'm thinking. Yeah, like, just... I think, I'm, I think I'm, just, I'm growing up. I'm getting older. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Of course, when you get older, you kind of want to be more serious about your life. Everything, I, I don't be having time for those type of games because life is happening every day. 
I mean, I I have these thoughts all the time when I see Life people is happening that are, every day. Like people, I've, I've, I've done be that. sixty one day, and it's nothing, and we can't yeah. go back to thirty. So it's like, what did you do with that time? It's like I've been outside partying and stuff like that since I was 18, 19 years old. I'm thirty four. It's like I have to look past that. I want to experience other stuff. Like I still will go out and have fun. There's nothing wrong with that, but I yeah. do want to experience more like adult things and just things that are going to help better my mental and better my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be around certain people, certain things, certain vibes. I just want to be comfortable. Do you feel like you prioritize fun for a while before? Like, what, what do you, like, what do you uh, think? I, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm sorry. I'm a sucker for a good time. And that is my issue because <laughs> you can win me over by showing me a great time because I've, ex- I think that I've like, I've like the last couple people that I've dated or talked to, and then even my last couple relationships, I've dated some very boring ass people, mm-hmm. like very boring ass people. And I feel like that should be rubbing off on me. So now I kind of like have to, I'm getting myself back to a point where I'm like, I want to have fun, experience things again without feeling guilty. Um, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so that's a I'm, sucky feeling. I don't, yeah, because it's like, I get, you know, and people be joking when they say stuff like this, but I even stop posting videos of me at clubs. Like, I, if I go out to the club or if I go to something like that, I won't even post it because I don't want I don't want nobody to bring it up to me. Like, oh, you be out all the time. Yeah, I feel. And, I did feel like you used to be at a club. It seemed like every night, and I wasn't. And it would be like sometimes I'll be posting old stuff, or it just be like. I posted spaced out, maybe. I don't know, but I don't you know. You know what I think it lot. is? It's because there's no concept of time on social media. So yes. you could post that you go out once a week, which to me is still a lot, but it seems like you, I mean, I guess that is considered all the time, though, even if you went yeah. once a week. But even, you know, I don't, I don't want people to think that about me. I don't like yeah. having that persona. I'm, I'm not no, I'm not no little kid. Like I'm not in my 20s no more. So that, that doesn't, that's not a good look. You know what, though? I, I mean, I think that's a good assessment that you made about yourself. Because there's nothing wrong with having fun, but that can be somebody's first impression. And not saying yeah. that you should treat your Instagram like a dating site, but maybe somebody was interested in you. And they're like, mm. Like, and I've seen too much and be around, you know, be in certain environments. Like, I pay attention to stuff like that. I pay attention to who people be around. I pay attention to, like, yeah. how active you are. In, in, in certain areas and it don't mean nothing just because you're not active on social media or you don't post that much or whatever them be the worst ones them be okay. the worst fucking ones like fire. you know what i'm saying so i'm like that doesn't mean anything to me but i do think that, that yo i and i hate to be i mean i know the app social media quote unquote is not real but it is a real representation of people and yeah. people like some people i see people on twitter and they be the stuff they be standing doing i'm like Dang, if that, I, I don't want nobody seeing my, them kind of thoughts. And I have some crazy thoughts, but I care about that perception because it is a reflection of myself, especially to somebody that doesn't know me. Now, I'm not looking for love for sure. on social media, nothing like that, but I'm just saying I do care about stuff like that. And not that I post with other people in mind, but I am grown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, no. And you can't be like, oh, that's just Twitter. Oh, that's just social media. But you posted that. That is an yeah. extension of yourself. Yeah, I watch what I post. I post a lot of funny stuff just because that's just who I am as a person. I post a lot of like inspirational things. 
I try not to post myself partying. If I'm at the beach or something, or if I'm at a restaurant, or if I'm at an event that's, uh, you know, if I'm traveling, I'll post that. But I try to kind of like pull away from the party vibe just because I want to. I'm trying to I'm trying to appeal to uh, people with more money, bigger budgets. You know what I'm saying? And that's not going to help me get that and get there. Yeah, so I think it's serious, especially if they haven't actually had a conversation with you. Exactly. Like and I don't, I don't, post, like... I don't post myself. I don't post myself um, drinking. Like I did post myself smoking weed at Coachella, but I'm like, that's whatever. I mean, well, I live in California. It's legal. Yeah. I'm outside. You know Some what I'm saying? And it's weed. Huh? Some people are a little prudish. Like they're prudes. Yeah, I will say sure. though, sometimes I wonder if I, cause I feel like I've always been serious about love. I, every relationship I entered, it was the intention Girl, to get married. Girl, you've been serious about love since sixth grade. And so, but sometimes I wonder, no, you are right. That's embarrassing. Cause I used to be down sad, but <laughs> I used to wonder, and I don't really have those thoughts now, but I'm like, did, was I doing? I, I this is what I think. I always thought, and this just come from like exposure and you know how you you know was what you was taught. But I thought everybody wanted to be in love and get married. I ain't know people was having cut friends and doing this, doing that. Yeah. So I learned all that the hard way, wondering why I'm hanging out with dude and he don't want to be my boyfriend. And so I had a harsh reality check around 21 ish or 20 around that era. Um, and so. I never could shake it. So I just would be to myself. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just be single then because I want to be in a relationship. And I'm still that that way to this day. But even when it comes to like, like I have party, but deep down, I never really was a partier. I was just doing it because I was old enough to do it. But yeah. that was never really my scene. I never, anybody, at, least me, I never you, at least you're one of those people who have done it because I hate when people are like, down like they they talk down on it but they've never done it before like i know so yeah, many yes, people that is, that's from new york that's like oh i would never come to atlanta just because of the shit they see online but i'm like you have to have your own experience of things yeah, like it's, every everything is not going to give that yeah that's so strange. i don't that's know what, i wouldn't do that and i'm not even like you know i'm not a drinker i have drank in the past but again it's another one of those things where i'm like well, i'm just gonna do it because you know after a couple times i'm like i'm good i never even want this junk to begin with yeah but i just wonder if i was like too serious for in my earlier years i don't have no crazy stories to tell besides that one time at tracks like that's really it yeah oh what a fun time <sighs> but yeah so anyway i mean i'm i do think that um my, a lot of my behaviors and actions have been cons- consistent with a little little tidying up, but I definitely am one to one. Yeah, no, I like feel it. like you have always been the same person. You just mature every year, but it's still the same. Yeah, yeah. I know, but even when I think of, and I don't care, I'm past this point now, but I just, these are thoughts that I have. Like, even in college, because I worked so much, everybody was out having fun and turning up. I'm like, dang, I missed a lot. I missed a lot of functions, and then what? I don't care no more, because it has positively impacted me now. It's like me investing in my future. But when you talk about like how you prioritize fun and things like that, it's like, well, that's at least you got that experience. But then again, it's like you sometimes when you're young, you have that mindset that tomorrow will be there. And now we close to 40. Now we're not that close. We're closer to 30 than we are 40. But the yeah. point that I'm making is that you life is is happening. Life is life. And I mean, every day, I mean, I'm, I'm, I do feel like I'm becoming a healthy person. But realistically, I'm getting older. I don't have the same energy I had. I don't even have the same energy I had at 30. I'm 34. I don't have the same energy I had at 30, mm-hmm. let alone my 20s energy. So I have It's to, happening. I have to just do stuff. You know what I'm saying? I can't really just, I don't be mm-hmm. want to say no to things. And I just, 
want to experience it now because I know later on I'm not going to be able to experience it how I would have experienced it early on. I and- literally know people in their 60s right now that be still losing their job doing stupid stuff. I mean, it's like you see what I'm some saying? people just never snap out of it. I want to be like, once I get to my 40s, I want to be established. I'm able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. But I don't want to be looked at as one of them old ass niggas in the club still. Oh, yeah. Looking for boys, trying to find, you know what I'm Casing saying? Like, that I, youth, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be that person. So that's why I'm like, I need to experience these things now because I don't want to regret it and look back on it later on. And now I'm like, uh, old nigga trying to be young. Oh, that's so or corny, looking, too. Or looking young, or trying to, you know what I'm saying? And like, don't have nothing going on. Go in their house and a bed on the floor, and I ain't talking about no floor bed. Yeah. I'm talking about a floor bed. <laughs> I guess, and, and you know what? I, I pay another thing, too, like, appearance-wise, I pay attention to that, too, because I feel like as we're getting older, you know, shit don't work the same. You don't look the same. So I definitely invest in my skin, my skincare mm-hmm. routines. I try to be as healthy as possible because I watch people who were like the lit friends, like the ones who used to be all lo- oh, popping pills and doing all sorts of stuff. And, and, the, and, the- and like that stuff was cool back, you know, whatever do you, and I'm not oh, judging for it, but these I'm folks look, these folks look crazy. And I think that's the result of prioritizing fun. For real. Because it's a slippery slope. Now, yeah, that's when you prioritize the fun a little too much. Now, I had a, I had some sense. The sins. fun prioritized you. The fun prioritized you. Now, at one point in time, I will say up until I was like 22. At 22, now nah, I'm lying because I was still prioritized the fun. Let me see. You get what I'm saying, though. It's some people that just want to party, party, party. And so it's it's inevitable that you get exposed to certain things and you might try it. And then it's just a slippery slope. And you just like. One thing about me, when it comes to to stuff like that, like I said, I've grown to just not be judgmental about stuff like that. But you cannot peer pressure me into doing that type of shit. I made my mind up. I'm too old to be trying new shit like that. I want to smoke a cigarette. Won't do that again. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm not doing that. That's not for me. I know what it I know what it does to people's body. I study this type of stuff on my own. Like I look up stuff like that on my own to see what it does. I can, that's why I can identify it so well. Like if I'm looking yeah. at somebody, I can tell what they do. I can look in your eyeballs. Your eyes people's eyes are yellow. They, they have brown jaundice. spots. They have all these type of things. They skin look a certain way. They hands look mm, a certain way. They sniff in a certain type of way. They they nose is looking a certain type of way. I know what it looked like. You fidgeting all the time. Like I know I what the fuck that looks like. I don't come across that a lot, but I also feel like I make. You want to be outside? Yeah, 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 you be you working you in a work environment, but you work in corporate America, so I'm almost a hundred thousand. Oh, but I'm sure a lot of my coworkers, I know. You know what I'm saying? They might For dress sure. up to get on them meetings. But these people ain't no yeah. different. Yeah, no. They, just, they be worse. Cause they, exactly. They, they be worse because they, they, they live in double lives and stuff. Honey, I be in a family-friendly environment. And I'm not but saying that's why that I don't judge. Either. Everybody does it. It's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. It's not for me. I've accepted that a long time ago. I'm cool with that. Let's move on from it. Let's don't bring it up. It is what it is. Do you. If that's what you want to do, I'll even clean it up for you. Make sure you're good. <laughs> I'll watch you. Like, even, you know, I don't know. I've been in a situation recently with somebody that, like, um, I felt like the people around them were being mean to them because they were doing, they were high. And I'm just like, 
don't do that to them because now they're in this they're not in the right mind state and you probably everything is probably intensified so you saying that you probably think you're being harmless but they're taking that shit another way and now they're you know what i'm saying like don't be that way yeah so i'm i make sure i'm extra careful i'm like here you go i'm gonna give you some water just in case like make try to make them feel comfortable and feel safe because i think that's the problem with people when they I do would, drugs. Yeah. they get I, they they don't have responsible people around them to tell them like okay that's enough or like but you do you do think it, responsible but, people want to be around that i'm just just being honest because i think that you know, after a while it gets old it does but at the same time i would rather somebody expose that to me than try to be it then it be a secret because a lot of times people do stuff we just genuinely don't know they do it. Because yeah, I'd be surprised about some of the stuff that I found out about people. But I think that the only thing that you can do is just be there for that person in that way. Like, of course, if it's getting out of hand, let them know. Try to offer them help, but not in a way where it feels like an attack. But it, you know what I'm saying? You just got to watch your people. You got to be... Yeah. You know, I would expect no, somebody I agree. To like that because if I'm drinking, I hate even with drinking. Like I hate when I be I experience people that like laugh and record their friends when they like throwing up or. They and I think that can send people into a depressive state too. They might get even worse. To be honest, you do got to be yeah, like, you got to handle people with care in general. Why the would most you do part, that? Like help them, nurture like, them, help a your bit. people. But don't, like, Treat him like a baby. You need to speak some life yeah. into him, but don't don't you know? Some people are. You know, I had this um, discussion with somebody on Twitter the other day. And I don't know if you said this before too, but she was basically saying that Aquarians are terrible friends. And that day, I decided to not align with anything zodiac related because I know for a fact I'm not a bad friend. And it's just crazy that people would say that or are willing to like put that out there. Like, and they're not. And I'm not blaming her because I know that a lot of um, stereotypes are associated with zodiac stuff. But I'm like that. I'm like I know I ain't no bad friend. I no. I mean we no. The thing about it is with uh, with Aquarius Aquarius that people can't handle, and that's on them, is how direct they are. Like if uh, if like every every Aquarius that I know don't stand down. Like they gonna they gonna hold their ground and they're gonna tell you how it is. If 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 something is in that moment that's bothering y'all or y'all feel like something needs to be addressed is no lingering with it and i love that because i'm not that type of person i have to sit on stuff for a little minute before i say something say something um i think that people aren't used to that because people are so used to people being so like passive with them that aquarius I feel like there are a passive aquarius and that's why after may 16th i am not an aquarius i am alicia thanks mm, i love my sign so i don't know I just don't like, I don't like the whole, you know, it's, I can't even count how many conversations I've had people. They be like, oh, you Aries, ain't you? You a Gemini, ain't you? It's like, just, just accept the fact that you just can't tell. Like, stop. Like, <laughs> it happens all the time. And I tell, and they be like, oh, for real? And I'm like, yeah, so stop doing that. Cause it's like, it's just annoying to me. It's just, it's like, yeah. we are all different. Like, we are really shaped like, like everybody has characteristics of all them type of signs, like whatever. Exactly. But it's an, I don't think that, it should deter you away from a person like for me personally i do that sometimes because i genuinely don't like aries men <laughs> i can't do it and Dang. i'm and i'm gonna tell you why because they they act like somebody that we know <laughs> 
I don't comply and, with Zodiac stuff, so I don't so, know what you're but, talking about. But it's it's not a, it's not ironic that all of the men that I've encountered that are Aries act like that and do the same exact thing. That's not irony to Maybe me. They related. From two thousand miles away, I mean that is probably possible. But I'm just saying, like, no, that's insane. I still don't comply. I don't. I don't even want Aquarius quotes. I don't. You just don't want to identify with your own. Zodiac. I just don't like the template matching with people because of what they think they know about you. I just feel like everybody is shaped by their life, their lived experiences, and that's just what it is. But when it comes down to them, to them Gemini's, you be knowing a lot about it, and you know, I don't connect with that either. Okay, cool. Thanks. Same All right, y'all, let's wrap this episode up before I be a bad friend. Uh, you are not a bad friend. I know I'm not. I know for a fact I'm not. Now, I know that I can be, I do set a lot of personal boundaries, but I'm not rude about it. I'm just, matter of fact, like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not drinking. I'm not going out. I don't party. And people don't receive that well because it, it it's so unusual, I guess. And so maybe that makes them think I'm a bad friend because I don't want to hang out at the club. And I honestly don't care because I'm not going to change what makes me comfortable to go with you. And now I'm going to be uncomfortable the whole night. And now I'm a mood kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, all right, y'all. I'm glad that we were able to get this episode done. I'm about to put this thing right on up. So today is May 17th. You're probably going to get this on the 18th, though, because it's a little bit late in the day. But all I want y'all to know is, you know, it's very hard to coordinate our schedules. We live very different yes. lives. Oh, my God. essentially miss weeks. Nobody's accused us of that. But I do feel bad when people always ask, like, where the episode is. And it's not a lot that we can do about it. You know what I'm saying? So. It's not much. But I ask the job just bear with, with us. Alicia has a full-time corporate job. And she also has a lot going on outside of that. And Shut then up. with me, I just... I don't have like a a, a set schedule. Like I literally right. found out I was going to Greece the day before. So yeah, he literally I mean, Italy, Italy, Italy literally. like the day before. So and my I think life I had just got back from Minneapolis, so it's not like we could have even recorded early because bo- yeah. somebody was. And I'm not gonna lie to y'all. When I'm on a work trip, I'm not trying to record. I'm tired. I'm in a different time zone. I'm working. My when I'm when I work and when I go to my job, they be working us from sun up to sundown. I ain't lying. I'm not even taking my computer no more on my yeah. on no work Not trip. to mention, that was a, a, a active shooter while I'm at the airport trying to get on a flight to Atlanta. It was just too much. I was like, look, oh y'all, you need to find them in my neighborhood. Yeah. And I'm starting to get, like, I guess now, um, since the summer is here, it's more jobs available. And then, like, people are recommending me for, like, higher paying jobs and bigger jobs. Like, I, ju- I just did a, a shoot for a nationwide campaign, and then I'm about to do another one. In a few days, and like I'm excited six days, about, um, about this. Now, are you in it or you do the, the makeup for it? No, I'm doing the makeup for it. I wish I was. Now, I did one. You remember that time I was supposed to be in the Target ad? I could talk about it now because they ain't never coming out clearly. Yeah, I can't help you with that. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I ended up doing a photo shoot maybe like, what? how long ago was it? Like four years ago? This was like before the pandemic or during. But I got, I got picked to be a part of like, a, a campaign at for Target. I was supposed to be like in the stores. I did a shoot and everything. You might be there. I ain't seen anybody. They, you would have known if it was me. No, this is the thing about those kind of campaigns. They'll literally have one version of your picture and it'll be in like Dublin or something. I know okay. somebody who was a part of a campaign like that for Apple. I'm not, this is a true story, y'all. I have a friend who who did a, a photo shoot for Apple and she, um, they told her that they couldn't tell her where it would be promoted at. Literally those terms of the, of the shoot, et cetera, et cetera. 
she had a friend who was like in Germany somewhere, just happened to be there and literally saw her picture in an Apple store. Damn. Swear to God. The girl lived in California. She lived in San Diego. So I'm just saying your picture could be out there somewhere. You already gave them the rights to it. And it's possible that it's not, but I'm just saying you might not ever know. <laughs> yeah. I got so many behind so much like behind the scenes from that day and everything, but yeah, I don't I don't know what happened to it. It just vanished. I don't know. Yeah, and a lot of stuff does get scrapped. You just never know. Once you once you get in the picture, oh, yeah. they might use them in, in two I had to learn seats. that in the music industry so bad because like it's it takes so much to fucking record music videos. Mm-hmm. And you don't know how many times that I like I I I mean like came up with some fire ass concepts and all this other stuff and the video just got scrapped. And it'll be like a three-day shoot or like it'll be long and it got scrapped. I'll be so wow. mad. But, but now I've That's learned why that artists be like, I don't know, it might drop because they generally don't be knowing they either. They don't know. And, and they yeah. really don't. They label have to tell them. They don't know. So, you know, what's that's crazy. <laughs> but well, yeah. So we we um as of now, we may put an episode out this week, but I don't know what my schedule is for real. So we'll oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Just don't leave us, y'all. <laughs> Don't leave us. Yeah, All right, ahead. y'all. It's been another episode of OD Podcast. Holla at your girl. And holla at your swirl in the world. And a curl and Earl. And a swirl. Oh. And <laughs> I love Earl so much, Earl. <laughs> Rest in peace, DMX. Oh, my God. Oh, his name is Earl. But see, I was saying Earl like oil like in the world. Oh, oh <laughs> not Earl is a triple entendre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. See ya. Oh, this beef.